This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 253 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today it is yet another good neighbor. It's Bruce Rosenblatt, and he's with Senior Housing Solutions. Bruce, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for being a part of our community. You're providing such a valuable service and making time uh, to spend with us today. So tell us about Senior Housing Solutions. So Senior Housing Solutions um, started 12 years ago, and I'm a senior housing expert. I've been in the senior housing business for over 30 years, and I formed my company 12 years ago. I recognized that there was a need because trying to find the right senior housing community is very complicated and very very complex process. So I recognized that there was a need. And I also got a little burnt out of traveling. I was traveling all over the country. And so I formed my company 12 years ago and we help people find senior housing in Southwest Florida. Uh, because I've been doing this for 30 years, I am pretty much have the inside knowledge about how the communities run and how they operate and how they, you know, either best practices or not so best practices. And so I, I, you know, and it kind of amazes people. There are about 100 senior living facilities in this area, and I am familiar with each and every one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I have pretty much been in, in all of them, um, and I stay current with all of them. And so, you know, as people are researching and trying to, you know, find the right and the appropriate senior living option, they contact me and I help them narrow down the choice and I use my knowledge to help them find, you know, the best place possible. Wow. Wow. How valuable that is. My goodness, a hundred different facilities you're familiar with. So who do you end up speaking with primarily? Is it, you know, like children of older adults or is it the, you know, the seniors that you're working with or a combination of the two? It's really a combination. You know, I, I work with a lot of adult children who are, you know, concerned about their parents. So I, I, you know, work a lot very closely with them. Many times they're out of town and their parent or parents are, are local. And so it's sort of a combination where I'm communicating with the kids up north and I'm also communicating with their parents here. Um, you know, the ultimately they, the parents really, sh- you know, need to be on board about where they're moving to. And so, you know, they... You know, so, you know, I try to get everybody all on the same page and make sure that everybody, you know, is feeling good about their decision. And, you know, sometimes it's not so easy. So sometimes it's, um, you know, you might have one person wanting to do it. You might have, you know, a husband recognizing a need that need to do something and a wife saying, honey, we don't want to do anything. And then there's a daughter in Michigan saying, you you guys really have to do something. And so mm-hmm. uh, it, it does take a little process and, um you know, and, and some hand-holding as well. Yeah. And I, I would imagine, you know, an independent advocate, right? You know, someone who is looking out for the best interest and without the emotion that uh, I'm sure comes along with a child recommending, you know, uh, certain uh, living arrangements to, to mom and dad. <laughs> you know, I, I can totally identify. I, I have a, a 91-year-old mom who's actually turning 92 tomorrow. Oh, wow. And she's living by herself. And I... You know, I, I get to the point where, you know, because she's lonely and, th- you know, we're, we're concerned about her. And so, you know, I get her to the point of, you know, thinking about these options. And then I have a sister in Virginia who says, oh, no, mom, mom doesn't need to do anything. And so it's like, 
three steps forward, <laughs> two steps back. And so I, you know, I, I do that and, you know, which is fine, you know, but I, I try to, you know, I, I want people to feel comfortable with their decision and, you know, it, it's, it's complicated. It's, it's, um, you know, many people haven't moved for many years and, and so they need, they need some handholding and they need somebody who has this, this inside advice about, you know, the different communities and which ones are good and which ones are bad and uh, the staffing and the, you know, some communities may not be on the best financial footing. And so, mm. you know, they, they, you know, the knowledge that I have is extremely valuable. It sure is. So what was your journey like? I mean, you've been doing this for 30 years. How did you even get involved in this field? It's been a long journey. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I was working up in DC at the time and I was, um, I, I enjoy old movies. And so I was overseeing a, a, an old movie theater actually is in New York. And then I moved to DC and I was offered a job for a, a smaller mom and pop retirement community. And my dad was a psychologist and my mom sold real estate. So I think the combination of the two between counseling and the real estate side. So I think that that has helped me through this, but so I, you know, I started off in a smaller community and then uh, another community hired me as their director of sales in Chevy Chase, Maryland. And that same company owned a community down here in Naples, Florida. And so they, they promoted me and brought me down here. And I'm actually a native Floridian. And so they, the chance to come back down and be close to my family. Um, so I, you know, that was 20, 28 years ago that I moved down here. And so I, I oversaw that community and you know, things, things develop in your career. And, and I actually have overseen 75 different senior living communities in 14 different states. And so I, I've held executive positions, I've held regional positions, and I, I own my consulting company. And so I would fly, you know, literally on a Monday and come home on a Thursday night or a Friday, you know, after, you know, overseeing these different communities. And you know, it's and you can't tell because I'm I'm on this podcast and I'm sitting down, but I'm actually six foot seven, and so oh my goodness, so getting getting on an airplane right. and, and going through airports, it's it's not fun and it's not glamorous. So, <laughs> I, so I and I think I was in Houston. I was sort of I think I was jet sort of laid over it in Houston, and I thought you know there's there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a way for me to use my knowledge and my experiences. You know and you know, I, I was the, the first company in Southwest Florida to do what I do. And, and so, uh, you know, that, that was obviously some challenges of increasing awareness. And, and so, you know, that was, that was quite the, the challenge. Uh, but, but, you know, I, 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 I enjoy what I do and I meet some wonderful people and I help people. And, you know, I just, just today I met with a, a son who helped his mom move into an assisted living and, you know, he's like, Bruce, you know, thank you so much. And even what's going on with COVID and everything, you know, she just could not live by herself. And he just, you know, what, what a great thing of being, being able to help people through all that. Yeah, for sure. Wow. So how about in your day-to-day -day, uh, life? What do you hear from a myth standpoint, Bruce, in the uh, senior housing market? Well, there, there's a lot of myths. Um, you know, the I think the, the the hard thing right now is with with COVID and everything, and that you know the there's different types of senior living communities, and so you have independent living, you have assisted living, you have memory care, you have continuing care communities, 
and then you have have nursing homes and and the nursing homes you know had a lot of covid cases and so when you you know when the the media reports about all the the, the instances of covid and the the deaths those are really happening more in the nursing homes than they are in the independent living or in the assisted living and so you know that you know you try to work through through those myths at all, a lot um, I, I deal a lot with people who have denial, um, you know, and they don't, they don't recognize that, you know, things are starting to unravel around them. And, and so, you know, I, I have a, I have an expression and uh, I do a lot of speaking engagements. And so I have an expression and I'm probably going to copyright at some point, but yeah. I, I always tell people that it is better to be five years too early rather than five minutes too late. And, and so I, you know, I, I'm helping educate people that they need to plan ahead and that they can't wait for a crisis to happen. They can't wait for, um, you know, a medical emergency. And, and the best thing is for someone to make the decision themselves versus having their adult children making the decision for them. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's a little challenging, but it, it's, um, you know, it, it's a process. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I've- very, very valuable process. Yeah. yeah. about when you're not working, what are you doing for fun? What do I do for fun? Well, I, I enjoy the waterways of Southwest Florida. So we, we belong to a, a boat club and we go out in the water, waterways. And so we go boating um, most uh, over the weekends. So I do that. I'm a, I'm a very active tennis player. So I play a lot of tennis and Probably my the, the fun thing that I do is I am a I'm a certified barbecue judge, and so I, I go around the, I go around the state of Florida and judge barbecue. I I, I enjoy barbecuing. I, I was this weekend I was doing, made some ribs and had family over some ribs, uh, but I enjoy barbecuing and and so the the contest you know you you learn from people and you have some try some pretty good barbecue and, and it's fun and sort of a um, uh, it's a group, you know, you, you, meet, yeah. you meet some di- interesting characters out there and, and you have good barbecue. So I, so I do that for fun. Um, wow. Yeah, we have, my wife and I have two dogs and so we enjoy, you know, being with them. So. so what's the most unique barbecue experience that you've ever judged? What comes to mind? Uh, most unique barbecue experience. You know, this, there's, there's one that, um, you know, there's, it's called Smoke on the Water. It's actually in Fort Myers, and um, it's, it's downtown Fort Myers. And uh-huh. it's, it's actually a very good barbecue experience. And uh, you have, um, you know, people coming from all over the country and, and some locals as well. So, you know, I, I enjoy that, and, and hopefully they'll be able to bring it back. But it's called Smoke on the Water. Um, <laughs> I love that uh, it, it just, you know, it, it, it's... It's just the, you know, the people, it just, there's a lot of characters with these, you know, that, that have been doing this for, for many, many years and they have a lot of inside knowledge and I don't know, I just try to learn from people and, you know, I, so. That's great. That's great. Love it. I, you're a first, that's a, you're the first barbecue judge we've interviewed on the Good Neighbor Podcast. Uh, there we go. <laughs> reach new ground here. There we go. <laughs> you know, and, and it's funny because I, you know, I do a lot of barbecuing and people have always said, Bruce, you know, you should enter your your barbecue because it's really good. And I, I think it is pretty decent. But, you know, after being a judge, I would never do that. You know, it's it's very, very difficult. And, you know, you have different tastes from all different 
parts of the country and all different parts of Florida and not, not, for, not for me. Wow, that's awesome. How about a hardship, Bruce, something that comes to mind that you've uh, been through and now looking back, you say, hey, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Well, that, that's a good question. So I, uh, I, I mentioned earlier that, you know, I was the, the first senior housing advisor in this area. And, and that was tough, you know, being the first and, you know, trying to start a business, being the first company, um, you know, and paving that way is, is tough. And, you know, increasing the awareness and, you know, because people had no idea what a senior housing advisor is. So they, you know, you have a tax advisor, you have a legal advisor, you have a financial advisor, but a senior housing advisor. So, you know, that, that, that took a lot and it took years of, you know, networking and building my reputation and you know be you know getting out there so so that that was a that was a big challenge of mine um and, and so that that i guess that was the big one you know you know recently with with covid and everything you know i've had to you know i enjoy one-on-one -on -one meetings with people you know this is a personal business and, and i you know, I, I enjoy going to people's homes and seeing how they live and understanding their lifestyle and getting to know their little dogs. And, you know, to me, that that's I, I enjoy that. And so I've had to to pivot. And, you know, so I do, you know, I, I do a, a weekly um, uh, Zoom meeting where I have different speakers come in. These podcasts, I think, are great. Uh, and so I, you know, this is this is all new territory. And so this is this definitely has been a challenge to kind of get out of my way because I never wanted to be on a video. I never wanted to, you know, be, do all this stuff. But, it, you know, it is what it is right now. And and so I, you know, it, it's it's been a challenge. But I, I've been doing, you know, these, these weekly Zoom meetings that I do where I have guest presenters um, kind of very similar to your, your good neighbor podcast where you're, you're featuring local people. And so I, you know, I, I've been doing that and it's a great way for me to reach out to people and stay in touch with them. And, you know, the, the whole zoom thing has been quite interesting with, you know, you just never know, you know, the audience that you get, I, you know, I had some guy walking around changing his clothes the other day and, you know, <laughs> you know, th this whole thing where you're watching somebody and the ceiling fan is going on and they, you know, and, and it's just, it's just a new, <laughs> it's, it's a new environment. But, yep. Yep. For sure. Yeah. But you know, that's the, you know, the, the fun of being in business on, you know, in general, I guess, you know, starting out, like you said, I, you know, probably uh, some listeners are going, well, lucky you, you were the first one in. And you and I both know the first one in is the one who gets to pony up a lot of money and time to educate the community so the competition can follow your, your footsteps. Correct. And, uh, you know, once you start to begin to, you know, break through, everyone else wakes up and goes, oh, wow, that's a great idea. We should do that too. <laughs> It is, it is so true. It is so true. But still, you know, and I do have some, you know, some competitors, but there's, there's no one that has my experience. Yeah. yeah. My inside knowledge. And, oh my goodness. Um, so. Yep. Yep. Uh, but yeah. And, and of course the other side of it is if, if not for competition, uh, the, you know, the world wouldn't know how good we are. Right. You know, the, the, yeah, I think you, it's important that you have that comparison and, and I think competition also makes us all better at what we do. 
Sure. So, uh, but then, then yeah, throw COVID in the mix, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, a guy like you, uh, and and I say this with all the love and and care, but you know, let's face it, both of us are we're not you know spring chickens. You know, the uh, we weren't born in the age of computers. My first business I opened, and and I, you know, did business with a pen and a piece of paper, not a computer. Uh, it's true. So, uh, and all of a sudden it's like, bam, you know, all the things you did live, all those seminars that you were able to educate folks. Well, you got to, you can't do that anymore. You got to change. <laughs> so true. And I, I, I did something interesting a, a couple of years ago and uh-huh. I, I really want to support local businesses. And so, you know, and I was getting my clients and they were coming to me and they're saying, Bruce, you know, do you have a, you know, an attorney that you would recommend, or do you have a, a you know, a, a hearing aid doctor, or do you have a, you know, a, a, somebody who can help me with my veterans benefits? And so I, I formed what we call it an elder care directory. And it's a, it's a directory on my website of, of people and businesses that I have vetted that, you know, that I would feel comfortable recommending. So I have this online directory of, of local businesses. And I, you know, I try to, you know, give back and, and stay in touch because, you know, th- this, this, I look at it as I have a toolbox of, of resources. And so, you know, when someone comes to me and they says, you know, I need this and I need that, or do you have someone that can help me move? Or do you have somebody who can, you know, help me with understanding my long-term care insurance? You know, I, I have, I have these people. And so I, again, this, this elder care directory on my website, you know, is, is great. And, uh, it, it's gone over extremely well with people. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm looking at it now and I see some, some great folks on here. Certainly uh, the Hoaglands that uh, we actually interviewed last week, I think they recommended you for the good neighbor podcast and among others. So that's a great, great service. Yeah. John Hodley is a great guy. He, he <laughs> does my mom's hearing and yeah, you know, so he's, he's good. So I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. So, one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company, what would that be? I'm sorry, what was your question? One thing you wish our listeners knew about your company, what would that be? I, I think the fact that, you know, I, I'm, I'm caring and that I'm knowledgeable and that I have a lot of insightful knowledge about all the different communities. Uh, you know, I, I hear often where people say, well, I'm moving to this community because, you know, my friends moved there. Um, but, you know, this is this is a big decision and you want to, you know, you want to do your due diligence. And I, I, I would hope that someone would, you know, tap into my knowledge. I, I sort of compare it to, you know, buying a house that, you know, you, you probably wouldn't buy a house without a home inspection. And, and so why would you pretty much make a move, could be for the rest of your life, to a community and not know everything you could know about that community? So, you know, I would encourage people to, to reach out to me uh, and, and tap into what I know. Um, I also, um, I, I was getting people who were living here and they have adult children living in other parts of the state or other parts of the country and they were saying, Bruce, you know, is there somebody like you in Kentucky? Is there somebody like you in Ohio? Is there somebody like you in Colorado? And so actually I just celebrated my one year with this, this um, organization that I developed called the National Network of Senior Housing Advisors. And so I formed this, this network of people who do what I do across the country. 
and and so it's 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 very interesting to to talk to people and so we you know we share best practices and we we do zoom meetings once a month but i do have this this network of people who who do what i do across the country which is extremely helpful to have to have that that national you know network of people wow wow that's terrific <laughs> okay i'm busy yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, how can our listeners uh, learn more about you and uh, where should well, we send them? Well, you can call me. You can call me. You can text me. I pretty much work seven days a week. Uh, so you can call me at 239-595-0207. So 239-595-0207. Uh, you can go to my website, which is www.seniorhousingsolutions.com. Net. So I have a lot of information on my website. Uh, there's a there's a part of my website where you can um, kind of narrow down some of the things you're looking for. If you're looking for something in Fort Myers or Naples, and, or if you're looking for one bedroom or a place that takes pets, you can actually plug in that that information, and it will help you narrow down some of those those choices. So you know, I'd go to my website again, SeniorHousingSolutions.net. Uh, my email is Bruce at Senior Housing Solutions. So you can do any of that. You can look me up in a barbecue. <laughs> yeah. And um, but I, you know, I, I, I'm available and I'm here to help you. Terrific, terrific. Well, Bruce, uh, I know you've already helped folks uh, with sharing the information you have. And uh, again, really appreciate what you do for the community. And uh, glad we're able to get that information out there. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.